Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir, and Fergie's about to jump on. We are getting into the last week of the regular season. We're trying to figure out playoff seeding, what Westbrook is doing, what Steph is doing. Um, We have so much to cover. Listen in. Yo, 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 Fergs, what up, buddy? Yo, back at it again. Uh, as my father's famous quote is, long time no see you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you it has been. It has been. All right. So um, I feel like the reason you skipped last week is because you went 0 for 3 for the first time all season. Uh, let me check my notes. Are you sure? About that? I will read them to you because I will gladly point out. I picked Phoenix over the Clippers. Actually, yep. no, I take it back. I, you went one for, or you went one for three. So you got the Phoenix yeah. versus Clippers. Yes. But then you lost. You picked Utah over the Phoenix, and Correct. you picked uh, Brooklyn over Milwaukee. I went three for three. Look, homie, I'm not saying that it's a comeback, but I'm saying this is the first time I haven't lost in a very long time. You know I'm. Uh, Good 5, you, I'm a 500, so it's 5,500. You are okay. down just 100, so you're at 12,600. I'll take it. This is the last week of the season. Next week is just going to be the playoff or the play-in games. Well, you know what you were talking about, about uh, waiting for the playoffs to really bet big on the Lakers? Yeah. You know, you may only have two games to go big on them versus. Hey, if I have to go big, if I have to bet seven thousand on each of those games, I might but, do. And then you'll lose both of them because they hey. might get out of the play. You know what though? But do you really? Okay, if you were going into a playoff, Matt, uh, or not playoff, like a playing game, one game, and if they're seven seed, they have to lose twice technically yeah. to be yeah, out, yeah. right? So. Would you put your, if you had, let's just say 12,600 mythical fictitious money, you wouldn't bet it on the Lakers to make into the playoffs? Well, when we get into playoffs, we're going to have to do the point spread. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, of course, if everybody's healthy, I would pick the Lakers, for God's sakes. If they're all healthy, they shouldn't be there. So a question I have for you on there is, how crappy is it if you're the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers all of a sudden have the seven seed and they win the play-in. And you you busted your butt all year long to get the two seed. And now you face the Lakers in the first round? Exactly. That's the crazy part is that <laughs> you potentially – Oh, the good news is that sounds like Donovan Mitchell is going to miss the rest of the season. Oh. Or not the rest of the season, the next three games, I mean. Okay. So, um, so they might have a push for the one seed. Okay, okay. So if they do – but then, I mean – Utah ends up being the the two seed, and they've been working their ass off to be, you know, the, the one seed. And your first matchup is against the defending champions, They're fully just, refreshed and like rested and healthy. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. And oh, I was gonna ask this later on, but I'll ask it now. Out of the West, imagine you were a team. Let's just not whatever. You're Chris Ferguson team. Okay. Yep. Yep. Out of all the teams that are going to be in the West potential playoffs, who's the one team you would fear to play? Um, God, that's ignore really- matchups, ignore yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Just imagine you're you're a number whatever seed, and you were going to the first game, a seven game series. 
Not a straight up one win, seven game series. I mean, what's what's scary, I'll be honest, is the Blazers are always scary. When you talk about Dame and what CJ can do with those guys getting hot and, you know, with the guards, my God, those guys for sure scare the heck out of any series that you're in. Of course, I'm going to take out the Lakers because matchup with Nightmare with LeBron and with AD. So if I had to pick any other team, um, yeah, I would pick I would pick the Blazers as a scary team to play. Um, yeah. All the other teams, you kind of you kind of feel like you know what you're going to get. Quality teams, don't get me wrong, but you know what you're going to get. Lillard and McCollum on any given night can just absolutely blow up for for 70 points between the two of them, and you're like, what the hell just happened? So yeah. that's the team that scares me the most. Steph and the Warriors. Steph's the one man wrecking wrecking crew, and um, but that still doesn't scare me as much because he's he's one guy. I agree, and that's the thing. It's uh. Portland is the five seed and it looks like they're, I mean, they're going to go back and forth with uh, Dallas, but it looks like they're going to stay at the five seat and they, you know, you match up against Denver. I'm okay with putting my money on Portland. I would yeah. put my money on Portland. You know what? Denver. Yeah, I, I, I would too. You know, would, would especially since Murray's gone. Like if, if you're going to a seven game series, because at some point I feel like Jokic is going to be taken off the court because if they're just going to run and pick and screen him, all day, all night, and he's just not going to be able to switch and guard those guys, you know? Yeah, and you know how we've talked about teams kind of making their way to the playoffs and kind of breaking through a little bit? I feel like Portland is on the cusp of doing that, right? They've made it to the playoffs. They've put together, you know, a little bit. Now I think they're going to break through and, and, win a, and win a good series, you know, a big series. You know, I know they had the one where Dame kind of the walk-off against, you know, PG1, but yeah. – um, you know, it's time for them to break through and maybe, uh, maybe win a couple of series. Yeah, I mean, well, two two years ago they were in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, uh, you know, I think so they have some experience to yeah. to beat Denver, who really hasn't done that yet. You know, who I'm always intrigued with is like Zach Collins. Every year, they're like, he's the game changer. This motherfucker never plays. How is he a game changer? I'm telling you, if he is, if he's right and he's healthy, that guy can be absolute a monster. Like he, but he's he never. Really I, I know. I know it's really weird to say that when he hasn't shown it, but he can be. Maybe this will be the, the playoff series or he comes off the bench and makes a name for himself. Yeah, there's some quote some coach said, and I, I know I'm going to mess it up, but it's something like something where uh, availability or something about being available or, uh, uh, is one of the highest levels of like the quality of player you are, you know, like LeBron James doesn't miss games very often, you know, in a couple of years as he's gotten older, but the first 15 years, he never missed games. This dude has been in the league seven years. I feel like I've only heard about how good he could be and he never plays. Yeah. I think the is, I I don't have the exact quote, but it's something along the line of like one of his top skills is being available. Yeah. Right. And it's like, he's, this guy is never available. And, but like, and obviously Blazers love would love for him to to be available but he's just not well he's yeah it's it's tough he's had the injury bug and hasn't really been able to to do much with it so but yeah that'll be a fun that'll be fun now i tell you what the playing series though that's gonna be pretty nice oh yeah i mean i guarantee you if it goes the way it is lakers seven golden state eight that is going to be the top rated game of probably the last three years i would say so question so would they wouldn't play though it's no they would play so seven and eight play each other nine and ten play each other so if like for example let's say lakers win 
Yep. They're the seventh seed. They're done playing. Okay. Golden State would go and play the winner of the 9-10 matchup, Ooh. and they would get in. So okay. whoever is a 7-8 has to lose twice to be out. Okay. I got you. I got Does that you. make I sense? Didn't, I, didn't, I thought it was 7 versus 10, 8 versus 9. That's what I, it was, I think, last year, but they changed it, and they're giving you basically the 7-8, the perks of be, you have to lose twice to be eliminated. I don't dislike that. Well, I mean, your your boy Luca didn't like it, and uh, Cuban said he regrets voting for this. So hey, you know what? Same thing with I'll tell you what. There's some you know hypocrites out there too, and you talk about yeah. uh, LeBron said the same thing. He's like, I don't know, know, man. That that's ridiculous to me. I mean, you can't just go on record and completely say let them play, let them fight it out, let them duke it out, and then you roll the calendar one year <laughs> and now you're bitching complaining and yeah, being yeah. a crybaby about it. I thought that was, that was yeah. kind of ridiculous yeah. in my opinion. I, I do agree that maybe this wasn't the best year to do it in the, it's a shortened season. You're trying to whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, like whatever I, I look, I don't really, is like, it, is it really that short? I mean, it's 10 games. I get it. Yeah. Like, well, no, as in like enough, they impacted you know? quite a bit of games into a very short amount of time. Like there was, there was a stretch where I feel like who was it that got injured um, where they were oh, Murray they were, they played six times or five times in like eight days. That's a lot of games, you know, I know they're still, in this era, maybe yeah. previous eras it wasn't, but that's a lot of games nowadays. Um, nowadays. But okay. Let me ask you this. Um, oh. uh, speaking of Dallas, Luca got, he has one more tech and he's suspended, which is weird because he got ejected and that doesn't count as a technical. I know that was, that was kind of strange. I, I thought that was going to be it. So when I saw him playing tonight, I was like, huh, I thought he would have been suspended oh. for a game. But yeah, I, that, I was like, that, wait, so, so basically if you were 15 games and 16th technical, you're out, you just punch a guy and just get kicked out <laughs> instead of like getting a tech, you know, it's like, how's that fucking possible? Hey, you know, it's crazy. You know, I was watching, I was watching that play. And of course, I mean, he slammed his arm and, you know, he, he went for a little, little punch shot. I get right. it. Um, but I, I will say that was not like the, the cleanest of play by, by the other player as well. Like you come into somebody's lower back like that, I'm yeah. telling you, and all the people that are saying, Oh, that's bullshit. He's soft. That happens all the time. You take, you take something into the back like that when you're not expecting it, that can totally mess up a, a guy's back, yep. injure him, get him out for, you know, a tweak back in basketball. He could be out for a couple of weeks longer than LeBron was out for his, for his yeah. uh, brain. So, I mean, I get it. I would be frustrated too. I'm looking the other way and you get a shot to the lower back region. Eh, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't react too kindly, but still wouldn't want to punch a guy. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. you got to know, you got to control yourself on that. But I, I do understand his frustration. Yeah. It was a, it was one of those where, I, I mean, the play was a play. Like, it just happens in the NBA. Sometimes you yeah. get bumped in the back, and it's just like you get frustrated and you swing away. I don't know if you purposely meant to hit him there or not, but, like, I mean, you're going to get suspended. You're going to get ejected. Like, that's just uh, – yeah. it's not a, a, a basketball play, you know, whatever. Sure. So, um, but, okay, so from there we're going to go. Let's just make our bets before we get into even further into this game thing. So since these are pretty important games, and this is the thing, the pl- playing game that's kind of – all these games matter now. Like, so for example, we, I have Portland at Utah tomorrow. That's a big, big game for both teams. Right. Totally agree. So who do you got Portland at Utah? Uh, you know, just for what I was talking about, I'm going to go Portland. I think, uh, 
they're, they're, they're going to look at it as, Hey, we have to be in tip top shape right now. Every single game, no room for error type thing. So I'm going to go Portland for a hundred. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to go with Portland too, because I don't know who's going to start playing for, um, for Utah. I know Mitchell's gone and I, uh, uh, Collins was out uh, last game. So I don't know if who's going to be playing. So, and I feel like same thing, Portland's going to be pushing to, um, make sure they stay where they stay. You know, the fifth seed, they'd rather play. Denver then play the Clippers, I think. So can we, can we talk about something funny with Utah right now as you're bringing up that game? Mm-hmm. How much of a green light does Jordan Clarkson have right now? Have you Drop watched 40, any, baby? <laughs> have you watched any of those games recently, though? The other night in the first half, the night he dropped 40. Yeah. In the first half, he was like two of 15 yeah. and 0 for 8 from three. And it was like six, five minutes to go, still in the second. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> And at the end of the game, he shot the ball like eight straight times. I was like, good Lord, talk about a green light right now. I mean, when you don't have any of your starting guards, right? And you're, they have no, but here's the, here's the other thing about Utah that doesn't scare me. They don't have a player on the offensive side that scares me. If I was like Phoenix or the Clippers or the Lakers or Portland, even like, like Donovan Mitchell is a very good player. He's not a great player and you can control him, you know, well, in the playoffs last year, he proved when he gets on a roll, he can, he can take over games just like, yeah. Murray. I mean, a lot of these guys can do the same thing. Yeah. And that was maybe just a once in a, a right. blue moon type thing, but I mean, but he was also giving up 50 points on the other end too, you know, very true. Very true. <laughs> so it's like he was saving all his energy on one side of the court and the other guy was doing the same thing on the other side of the court, you know? Yeah, so both were, um, I don't think like I, I don't think he's dropping 50 consistently against Portland, you know, no, no. you know, so. Um, OK, so next one I have is 76ers at Miami on Thursday. I think that's going to be another one. That's an important game matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say 76ers um, because isn't that that's a potential first round matchup, is it not? Or um, right now, uh, 76 is number one and Miami is number six. But um they Miami could be moving up to the five. Oh, that's true. So to maybe, the four. maybe a second round potential. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Like but I, it's important for Miami to move out. And I mean, I, I ideally you would rather play in the four or five matchup as opposed to playing um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee in your first round. You know, definitely, definitely. So you'd rather play either New York or Atlanta as opposed to because that's you. you I could see Miami beating those two. I don't see Milwaukee losing again to Miami. I just don't yeah, see it happening again. You know, and, and because of that too, I mean, it really does mean a lot for them. And you're exactly right. Going up and saying we get to play the Knicks instead of Milwaukee, even though Knicks have been playing great. I want to pick Miami for 100 because I think the game truly will mean more to them. And 76ers have already clinched. I think they're going to maybe minutes restriction, maybe try to not get Embiid or Simmons hurt and um, yeah. you know, maybe play to win, but not give it their all, if you know what I mean. I will just go against you, even though I think uh, Miami is is has more in it. But just to go against you, I'll go uh, 76ers. And then the last one I have is New Orleans at the Warriors, hmm. which, I mean, the Warriors are basically out. Zion, I think, is out for the rest of the season, I think it was. So what, um, happened, what happened to him? Again, I didn't. I thought he had a hand injury or something like that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. I think he had a hand injury. And then Ingram didn't play last game either. So I don't know if he's out for the rest of the season. But 
For Golden State, it matters because they could potentially drop to the ninth place and play in the and I don't know. I feel shit. If I was Golden State, I think I would rather fall into the ninth and play San Antonio mm. as opposed to the Lakers. You know what? I don't know because here's the thing. You have a chance the first game if you're the seven and eight, if you're one of those teams, if you get hot one game, yeah, then you're then you're in. You know, yeah. I, I would I wouldn't give it up to chance and say, you know what, I'd rather play a different team when you're gonna have to win two games. Like yeah. definitely yeah. in this time, especially with Steph, you want to give your chance to say, Hey, get hot, let's get one win and get into yeah. the playoffs, I think. So um so, if it so, is the Lakers. So who are you thinking? Who you got? War- uh, Pelicans or Warriors? Yeah, let's go. Let's go with the Warriors and that one just for a hundred as well. And you know what? I will. I, 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 this one, I can't go against you just because I'm going to go Warriors for a hundred too. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go Warriors for 200. Mm, okay. I see. You. Just, just to stick it to you a little bit, but well, okay. Pelicans in. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this though. If you're Utah and let's just say Utah stays at, okay. Either one, Utah or Phoenix. Which one would you rather face, Memphis or Golden State? I'm just going to assume San Antonio is not going to make it out. I'm just going to go under that assumption, okay? I just don't think – I don't even know how they're the 10th seed. I honestly don't know how, how Sacramento, who I think has got a better roster, Minnesota, who I think has got a better roster, how Spurs are ahead of both, both those teams. I, I don't know either, but I, I would rather play the Warriors than, uh, than Memphis right now. I know that sounds yeah kind of crazy. Yeah, no, that sounds like, I mean, I will, I would think uh, Memphis, you're like, all right, just jaw and jaw's not consistent and, you know, sporadic, but Steph could drop 60 on you in one game and then 70 on you the next game without I know, like, I, know. I, I still think in a, in a long series, though, a good coach might be able to game plan a little bit. A lot of the other guys in the Warriors, besides Draymond, aren't aren't really tested in the playoffs and stuff. So when you get into the playoffs, right, we know it gets a little more physical. Yeah, uh, the refs let a little bit more go. So being able to game plan around that, being able to bump Steph a little bit more coming through, get a few more bumps and bruises on him. Uh, long series. I, I don't know. I think I would. I prefer to play them right now. I think they'd be an easier go. But uh, I, I mean, I don't. I would have to look at the the Grizzlies roster right now to see who's even playing. I think maybe I'm I'm missing a couple guys that I normally would see. Is Jaron Jackson? Is he still? Is he out or is he playing still? Um, you know what? I don't even know. I, that's the one guy that really could be a game changer. He came back. I just think I don't know if he's. I think was he on the limits restriction. I don't know. He didn't play. He didn't play tonight. I'm looking right now. So, you know, that's a, well, no, yeah, he played the other night, but didn't play tonight. So I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. I would still face golden state personally. Yeah. No, it sounds nuts, but I would. Wait, you would rather, because you think. I think it'd be easier to beat golden state in a seven game series than Memphis. Okay. 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 What about the other side? Let's go to the other side. If you are the 76ers, who would you rather match up against? Mm, and they are playing. So you're talking about Charlotte or Indiana? Yeah. Uh, I, I would rather play Indiana 
Charlotte man. or the Wizards can get in there technically I mean uh, they they could yeah I, I would not want to play the the Wizards yeah or, that's or, the one team that I think in the east is the one team I personally would not want to because I don't know what I'm getting out of well I know what I'm getting out of Westbrook and Beal and they could catch on fire and they could take me out you know yes yes they are they are two a two-headed monster that definitely can take out if they get in I would not want to be the one seed going up against them in the first round. As hot as they've been, as hot as Westbrook's been playing, no thank you. And then with with Charlotte, with with Ball and all those young guys, yeah. you know what? It, what almost makes them so scary is they're so young that they have no idea what they're getting into, and yeah. that makes it scary because yeah. they just say, "Screw it, we're going oh, yeah. for it." Like, no pressure, get out there. We're not supposed to win, and those are the type of teams that can be scary. Yeah, because they don't know they can get into a seven game series like like they don't know the pressure that's in there. They just they're just going to go ball out like they're just going to play. And if they play well enough and they get a couple of those lobs, the excitement's going to carry them through a couple of possessions. All the shit. They're up by 10 with like a couple of minutes left. You know, they don't know what they don't know. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Like Brooklyn is the one team that could be scary, but you just don't know who's showing up. Yeah, I think they'll all be back in. Do you think they they do you do you think if they were like they're potentially going to be matched up against either Charlotte or Boston? Well, Boston's out because uh, Jalen Brown's out for the season. So um, Jalen Brown's out with a hand injury. Uh, yeah, he has to have season-ending surgery, which yeah. really sucks. Because, gosh, did he make such an improvement from last year to this year? Yeah. I mean, being a legit All-Star. Yeah. um a legit scoring threat every time down his length his defense so uh that's really tough to see that's very similar to like a clay thompson injury just a a solid player who you hate to see that happen yeah so brooklyn do you think potentially the charlotte, uh, charlotte can take him out that's the thing that's scary it's like you don't know who brooklyn's bringing out and you don't know charlotte i don't think charlotte has a chance but I also don't know who Brooklyn's going to throw out there. I mean, if Brooklyn brings everyone out there, no, Charlotte can't upset them, even if they are young and, and crazy and scary. Brooklyn just has way too much talent. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, that game would be – that series would be so entertaining, and I would take off work early to catch, <laughs> to catch the East Coast timing um, to watch them because that would be like 147 to 135. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. just – yeah, it'd be great to watch Kyrie versus Lamelo. Are you kidding me? For four games at least, even if it was a sweep, that would be fantastic. Right. Yeah, I mean Carmelo or uh, Melo versus Harden, and then uh, you know you have uh, Bridges. I mean, they just they have such athletic players yeah. on that team. I I like when I watch the highlights and like, like they're every game has one top. 10 ESPN top 10 play in every game they have, you know, it's like, it's sure. insane. It's like consistent. Sure. Yeah. So that would it's, be a great show. I, you know what? I don't care what the seedings are. I, I hope that those two do end up playing yeah. each other Yeah, and somewhere in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, when we were talking about uh, the wizards, let's get into Westbrook and everything that he's accomplishing, man. I tell you what, I've never been a huge Westbrook fan, but you have to give props where it is due. And this guy is flat out just, balling at another level um i mean he's making it just look almost video game like yeah right when you when you take over one player in a video game you can just score every time or get all the rebounds or all the assists like it's not 
that fucking easy. Yeah. And he is making it look so damn easy. We've talked about the whole rebound thing and how you can kind of, your teammates can allow you to get some of the extra ones. I mean, that game where he had what, 20 some rebounds in one game? Like, no, no. Fuck, uh, I, I, I we both it. are I, on the same page. We both don't think like he chases rebounds, but it takes a lot of energy to chase rebounds as a guard. You definitely have to be there and, and sure, it you know that someone can fall in your lap, but to still get twenty, that's ridiculous. And then also on the other end, to get that many assists, right? You have to be applying so much pressure on the defense to get your teammates that many open looks. Like this isn't—they're not just sitting back playing a two-three, you know, freshman basketball right. defense where you're going to get a wide-open three in the corner every single time. Like you have to be applying so much pressure to break down and to draw help to get open looks, to get 20 assists in a game. It's, it's wild. So um, kudos to him. He's absolutely destroying uh, the triple double record. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's officially yeah. the record holder. Yeah, no, and, and he'll expand that. Uh, oh yeah. That even more and more and more over the next few years. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool to see history though. That's for sure. I was going to ask you who you think could potentially get the quadruple double in this era. The last person who was to do is I think Robinson cup, you know, back in the, uh, late nineties, I think it was, but well, hasn't, hasn't uh, Harden done that with turnover? <laughs> I was going to say Westbrook is probably going to be the one that does it with turnovers. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely see him. I wonder, uh, I don't think he could get 10 blocks, but I could see him doing uh, all five categories, five, you know, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 points, 10 turnovers, 10 blocks. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I could, I could see it some, some crazy night where it's up and down all stuff. I can see him getting 10 steals in a night. That's true. That's true. I mean, That's true. as much as, as wild as he is playing the passing lanes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you get, let's talk about a random, like first quarter where you steal the ball from the big a couple of times down there, you get four steals in the first quarter. All of a sudden his eyes perk up and he's like, Holy crap, I could actually do this. And then he starts hunting steals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shit, you never yeah. know if, if you get four or five early in a game off of just some sloppy yeah. play. Yeah. Um, that, and he has he has that motor and energy to like chase down a couple of those like loose yeah. ball you know tap re, uh, things to get a steal here and there. Uh, so I could see that happen. That'd be kind of cool. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Um, he's the one. That's the thing about with the Warriors or not Warriors. I'm sorry. Uh, the Wizards is that they could also get blown out every single game when Westbrook thinks he needs to like the game where he got a couple weeks a couple days ago he only took eight shots yeah like if he could be he can be an efficient offensive player he just takes these erratic wild fucking shots like a heat check shot when you make three in a row he just takes like randomly when he's missed two you know he's like oh well, this one's got to go in <laughs> agreed and, and you know in some of those games too you think okay is he is he hunting the assist way too much to try to you know, get himself to 22 assists or 24. Right. When in theory, I mean, he should be attacking to get fouled, to go to the free throw line right. instead of pass it out and try to like, he needs to take more shots than that. And, I mean, eight for any but, game for him is definitely, but not he's winning. Like when he doesn't take a lot of shots and he is like, let's say hunting for assists, he's getting those players wide open shots. Agreed. And so he's got, I, I, I forgot. I lost the stat, but his, assist or um triple double in-game triple doubles they win like a very high percentage of those games so he's like not only is he getting these triple doubles he's actually the team's benefiting him 
from him getting those triple doubles, which is which you want, obviously. You know, if someone's really getting like they're not empty triple doubles, they're actually yeah, yeah, efficient, yeah. useful, purposeful, you know, assists and whatever. So yeah, I agree. Um, with you. No, that's in speaking of teams getting blown out, you brought up something um, crazy. How about some of these teams right now that are being put out on the floor? I mean, in the blowouts that are happening, I so I, I do have a question in terms of that for you, right? What is the worst team that is being put on the floor right now between Detroit, the Rockets, OKC, or the Cavs? Because it's pathetic. I would say either the Cavs or Detroit. Over, because I couldn't tell you there. I couldn't tell you Detroit's starting lineup. I just couldn't. Well, let me tell you, I have from yes from the last game for all four of them, and you tell me which one is the worst lineup. Okay, okay, all right. I like this game <laughs> for for, D, for Detroit. Okay, we got, I think his name's Sadiq Bay, right? Uh huh. Okay, um, what is it, uh, Killian Hayes, or I think that's okay. the, the big guy, right? Um, you got some other dude I've never heard of, Pavum Pavum Bunyan. Okay, uh, you got Jackson. The, okay. the guy out of Kansas, I believe. Uh, and then you got uh, um, Isaiah Stewart. I think that's the name of Isaiah, the big dude from uh, from Washington. Okay. okay. So that's their starting five. Tell me. Yeah, that's them. Okay. Let me go with the Rockets. We got DJ Augustine, Kelly Olenek, uh, Kenyon Martin, Junior the third or whatever it is, uh, Jay Tate, and then D House. Okay. okay. That's their starting five. Okay. Okay. Let's get to this one and tell me if I'm sorry. This this is the word you got. Baisley, Pakasuski, <laughs> Mal- Maladon, somebody Brown and Roby. I mean, that's a that's you're talking horrible. a starting five that you're putting right. out. There. Actually, the announcer has to actually read them as here is your starting five for the OKC Thunder, and he's like thinking Ooh. his mic is on mute. Who the fuck are these? Right? Like, can you imagine if you're the guy? having to announce these as your starters. And then you got for Cle- Cleveland, you got Sexton, Okoro, Wade, um, uh, Allen, the big dude, and then Dotson, the point guard from Kansas. Right. Who, who's the worst team out there right now? Well, I guess I take uh, uh, Cavs out because I actually know a couple of those players, right? Yeah, right? Um, yeah, but, you know, we talked about this, what, was in March when there was March Madness. OKC's starting lineup is younger than the actual University of Oklahoma's starting lineup, you know. But they're like, not, they're not even playing right now, though. Those guys right. are like, those guys are all out, it seems like. Right. And so um, but we I knew mean, OKC was gonna be bad. And then the best player they have is what's his name? Uh uh Shea Gildress Alexander, yeah. right? He's yeah. the best player. And then there was a stat I just was listening to on a podcast when he was in the games. When he played a game, their record was 16 and 19. When he did not, there were five and like 19. That's how important that one player was for that team. So when they were when they were trying to tank, like, hey, homie, let's let's just you have a, a sore ankle, let's sit you out for three weeks because we don't yeah. we want to lose. Well, I mean, I mean, in one week alone, they lost by 57 points, 39 points, 28 points. I mean within one week yeah three yeah. different games in the same week they lost by that it's it's crazy the i mean them and the, and the rockets it's just it's pathetic on, on what's oklahoma has the entire stadium is open but for some reason it's still empty <laughs> you know what yeah they just need to come out and be like no 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 uh, we actually closed it no fans 
was like, wait a second. Oklahoma's wide open. Why is there no one sitting in the stadium? So when I saw um, some of these blowouts, I had to pull up the uh, the starting five for those four teams and show yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's bad. pretty insane of how. Um, but, you know, look, we, we say this every year about it all, right? But at least this year, there is two more teams on each side fighting for that playoff, which yep. – that you know and look how many more draft first round picks does i don't know orlando fucking need or like chicago need like how much younger can you get okc has such a young roster like we were saying and they have what 30 draft picks in the next couple years potentially this draft this draft they can get the top they can get the first and fifth pick in one draft it's like how much younger do you need to get or how many more draft picks do you need to get before you're like, all right, we have a roster. Let's kind of get our shit together and go. Well, the thing is you have to, you have to hit on a draft pick. Yeah. Right. I mean, you have to hit on a Zion and and get lucky on a year where the top pick or the top two picks are turned into it. Right. Right. Like Tatum for Boston. I mean, those guys. Yeah, but see, he, this, this is the question I have for you. Like, everyone has been saying for the last like, decade that Danny Ainge is a great GM because you got all those draft picks. Out of all those draft picks, he got two hits. And their team is still not, like, competing for championships. They're competing, but not yeah. for championships. Like, you can criticize the Lakers all you want. They got all those draft picks. They fucking like, hey, we need to win. They got rid of all of them and brought Anthony Davis in. And yeah, LeBron came, but that's also part of the gimmick of it all. You have well, to recruit. You know, they missed. I mean, you got to say they missed. They got, they gave up some stuff or whatever. And they, what they got. Kyrie. Or he wouldn't, he wasn't willing to give up draft picks for potential stars. Yeah. When he yeah. had that, like, w- there's another uh, thing where they say, you know, a number one pick is more valuable before the draft than it is after the draft, because you know who the number one pick is and, lose the luster of it all right yeah well they had they had Kyrie on that year and it just didn't gel I mean it's it sucks but uh if that team would have gelled together you imagine now Brown Tatum and Kyrie where they're at if they if those three could have I mean I just think it's karma for what they did to Isaiah Thomas (laughs) you know hey Gordon Hayward went down it was like I feel like it's all karma coming back to them like you ruined the guy's career because he sacrificed everything for your playoff run and you weren't willing to sign him, like give him like a two-year deal, whatever, you know, uh, because of his injury. It's like karma, you know, you you get what you deserve, I guess, on that side. No, they got, they got some, uh, you're right. I mean, he gets, he gets all these props for being such a great GM right now, but that's true. They haven't pulled the trigger and said, we're going to give you all these picks for a top tier guy. There's, there is a top tier player like an Anthony Davis that will say, yes, please, I want to go to Boston, being such a sports town and all yeah. that stuff. There are a lot of guys that would say, I want to go there and be and be the one. I mean, did they not go all in and try to get any of these guys that were the free agents or right. anything like that? Like, well, even this past offseason, they could have made the trade for Miles Turner. Remember? Yeah. That was the talk of the offseason, and they didn't. They're like, oh, we're just going to pick up, what's his name, Chris, uh, Tristan Thompson. Yeah, yeah that squad would have been significantly better with Miles Turner in your center position. Totally agree. Right. And those are the GM's jobs and he's not making those right decisions when he needs to. Right. 
Yeah, well, so, we'll, we'll I don't we'll know. See. I agree with what you're saying, though. Sometimes you can't just continue to go younger, 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 younger. Um, you have to throw three first rounders somewhere else, and maybe a team will give up a. Uh, but it's hard for some of these smaller markets, though. Too, you got to remember that's the only thing that really keeps that that hope. If you give up three first rounders for a, who knows, a Oladipo or for you know one of these stars, right? And then that dude just turns around and leaves like two years later, you just screwed your franchise for the next five years again. So, but Boston isn't a small market. It's no, not, not, like, not Boston. I'm saying like Oklahoma city or yeah, some of the places. Yeah. 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 But I mean, if you're, I mean, look, okay. She's got, like I said, 30 draft picks in the next, what? Seven, seven yeah. seasons. They're going to hit on something. Cause they're going to be in the top five for the next three years. Most likely, you know, Houston's going to be the same thing. Houston's got all these draft picks. They're going to get, they're going to get something out of these picks and you don't like these small market teams also yeah obviously they want to win championships but their fan bases are loyal enough where they will go to your games if you're competing you don't have to be winning championships they'll go to you to your games if you're in the top five six you know seed in your uh conference so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens i don't even know and obviously some of the the top picks right now who's even going to go everybody's you know, straight from college or high school yeah. now, to play already in the G league or wherever it is. So yeah, you know, we'll see who's even, uh, who's even out there. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to get into the Steph and how crazy, but we kind of got into his stats and how he's just on this fucking epic run right now. It's so fun to watch him at, at such a high level right now. I mean, we're witnessing and to be able to turn on the game and just watch him create and to play at this high level I've, I've never seen it. Even when he won his MVP year, I mean, for the run that he's on and the, the efficiency and his, his threes and his shot making ability is just incredible. Um, basketball purists just have to appreciate that and say, holy crap, we may not be, we may not see this for decades. I'm telling right. you, somebody that can shoot the ball this well, uh, if ever again, he's the best shooter of all time hands down don't ever come to me with any type of dispute yeah. on that um it's, it's crazy so it's, it's, it's fun to watch it, it's interesting so he like the energy he has is like it's non-stop even when he's not in the game and the other guys are doing whatever he's off the bench cheering them on like they hit a crazy shot he's the first one off the bench cheering for them like the energy he has throughout the flow of the game just watching him it's kind of entertaining even when he's not in the game of how he just wants to like he has like he has that energy of like a like a 14 year old kid that just wants to get back out there and play and play and play and play and play play. it's like good for you especially with all the pressure on you you're still like enjoying the game as if like you were a kid still you know yeah, well, and you can see too when he makes great plays, and he does his little shimmy and his smiles. Uh, he's not showing up the other plays. Like mm. I truly think he's just a a kid wanting yeah. to wanting to play the game he loves and just has a great time out there. Yeah. And it's it's fantastic. He yeah. for sure is. Uh, I mean, my boy Luca, but Steph's <laughs> my favorite to watch. I yeah, like, he's like awesome. Westbrook will make a jump shot and he turns and stamp, you know, slams yeah. his chest like, yeah, no one can guard me, like. Steph doesn't do that. He just like t- does a tap on the sh- chest, raises yep. his hands to the sky, and like the shoulder shimmy. But like, it's enjoyable as opposed to like aggression coming out. Uh, it, the aggression Steph Westbrook brings out. I don't know if it's meant for the other team, but it can be. It. I feel like it's more like 
look at me, look what I can do is where Steph is like, nah, I'm not fucking, I'm just not goofing around running out now in court. And you know why I think it's so enjoyable to watch him play too, is he's relatable. His side, so many people look at him and go, Hey, that's kind of like me. Like, you know, from the side standpoint, you're like, Oh, six, two, six, three, dang. You're like, Hey, that's like me out there at the gym hanging out instead of six, seven, six, eight. You're like, yeah, of course he's supposed to be doing some of these things. (laughs) You know, he's out there and you're like, you could totally see him just playing rec ball somewhere else yeah. or going up at a gym and you'd be like, who's this dude? The next yeah. thing you know, he's just he's like the 10th pick in the, you know, when you're picking up some player, he's like, I just, you play in the post. I'll pass you the ball. You're, you know, <laughs> right. Right. No, it's cool um, a lot. So I'm having fun watching that. I'm looking forward to the playoffs, man. I can't wait to, to take more of your money. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come back up. I got a couple of hundred. Oh, I'm potentially going to win 300 bucks this weekend. So, um, all right. So, do you have anything though at me? Uh, no, except the Lakers uh, tonight and and the Knicks are Knicks. on right yeah. now. Yeah, what's the name is not playing. LeBron's not playing because the tomorrow is their banner. They're hanging their banner, so yeah. uh, he's probably going to get play tomorrow night's game against Houston. But I have a quick game for you. Let's do it. Um, I'm. It's simple. I'm going to do. Uh, I have two games, but I'm going to throw this at you. I'm going to throw you the player's name that we know them by. And okay. then you have to guess what the real name is. Okay. Oh, okay. So we'll start off real sim- simple. Steph Curry. His real name is it Ken- Kendall, Wardell, or Kenneth? Wardell. Wardell. It is Wardell. You know, that was his dad's name too, right? Yep. All right. <clears throat> remember Speedy Claxton? Speedy. I do remember Speedy Claxton. All right. Is his real name Jim, Jordan, or Craig? Oh God. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Craig. It is Craig. That's a fucking bull. You are cheating like a motherfucker. How am I cheating? I have no idea how you're cheating, but how the fuck did you pull Craig out of there? I don't know. I just say it's okay. not Jim. That was, come on. My favorite player, I, one of my favorite players ever is Popeye Jones. Popeye Jones. Good Remember Pop. Popeye Jones? You're bringing back some serious names right now. The man that you look like Shrek, the man that possibly could be one of the most unattractive basketball players of all time. Popeye Jones is his real name. Aaron, Roland, or Michael? Aaron, Roland, or Michael? I'm going to go Roland. You are cheating so fucking bad. You're, you're looking at me on screen right now. How, I'm not. I, I have I no idea. How the fuck would you know it's rolling? <laughs> hey, I just know my, I just know my players. Are okay? you like seeing the reflection off my eyes or something? Cause that yeah, shit yeah, is. Okay. But first off, can we talk about how did, I don't even want to know how you started describing um, NBA players attractiveness. I don't, you just mentioned that in a rating right there. And I don't really like that. You, you I mean, look, there's certain players in the NBA that are, <laughs> not attractive popeye was one sam cassell was a fucking <laughs> alien from another planet <laughs> wow 
Well, Patrick all Ewing was on that list. All I know is I'm three for three right there. You are three. That's all I had. These were like as I was. Um, that's pretty good. I like this. Yeah. So I had another one. So I have I have a good one for next week. So all right. Um, but cool. we're also gonna go. We're basically gonna go, and I'm gonna listen to our original podcast for the beginning of the season. And we're going to come back and pick our MVPs, you know, all that, all those different categories and compare them from beginning to now and uh, see how close or off or where we were between them from beginning to now. So you got it, man. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Uh, We will be back last week of regular season next week and playoff starts. Let's go Mavericks. Peace. Peace.